Let's check in now with the Vancouver Suns, Vaughn Palmer. Vaughn, good morning to you. Good morning, Jill. And I, I hear you referring to the naughty and nice <laughs> list of municipalities, and I can tell you the provincial government is going to hate you for using <laughs> that. It's in the coverage, but the last thing they want now, the New Democrats, is to have the notion that, oh, they're saying they're bad municipalities and good municipalities because, of course, they want to work with all municipalities on the housing supply, and they don't want the idea out there that there are good municipalities that are working with the government to increase the housing supply and bad municipalities that are dragging their feet, even though that is the situation. <laughs> right. <laughs> All you have to do is look at some of the weights and the times, and oh, yeah. that's what's happening. Yeah, and this is entirely David Eby's doing, back to when he was housing minister. So uh, the first housing minister under the NDP, Selena Robinson, was a typical provincial politician who's uh, pledges to work with all municipalities to get housing bill. That's pretty much all she ever said. Uh, if she, you know, offered any disincentives, it was taxes and regulation, and she picked on developers, but uh, no bad municipalities. Evie comes along, John Horgan appointed him housing minister uh, right at the end of 2020, right after the election that year, and Evie takes a very different approach. He first of all says the number one problem with housing affordability in British Columbia is housing supply, and he says local governments have to get with the program and start expediting approval. Right from the beginning, Jill, there was some pushback. And one of the more embarrassing ones was when local municipalities like Burnaby and Port Coquitlam said, hey, we have projects ready to go. We have, I think it was in Burnaby, they had 1,300 units ready to go. We can't get BC housing to approve it. It's the province is the obstacle, right? So anyway, uh, in spite of all that, David Eby becomes premier uh, last November. First piece of legislation is the Housing Supply Act. And the legislation says, allows the provincial government to overrule local government on housing. So it's the most interventionist legislation we've ever seen on housing. The provincial government can impose housing targets on local government, and it can overrule local government if they don't approve a project. Needless to say, there was a backlash from municipalities. The premier said, now, wait a minute, you know, we're going to work with municipalities to, first of all, establish, and this is where the idea of good municipalities come from. We're going to name eight to ten municipalities that are working with the province to expedite housing approval, and we're going to offer them uh, carrots. We're going to, the province is going to help those municipalities with infrastructure. So we've been waiting since last December, last November when this legislation passed to find out the eight to ten good municipalities I gather we're going to hear today. Interesting. And this also comes, uh, Vancouver Council sent out a release just yesterday saying, look at us, we're following yep. through with our election promises, we're expediting the delivery yep. of new housing units, uh, getting rid of this backlog. Uh, but also, isn't Vancouver where we have seen the province use that kind of heavy-handed uh, 
approach when it comes to a very controversial development in Kitsilano. That's a good point. The Arbutus Project, it's, uh, let's see, on Arbutus Street between 7th and 8th, a 13-story building, some of the most needy candidates for housing in British Columbia, backlash in the neighborhood. It's across from a school. Uh, People saying, well, this is the wrong kind of project. It's not that we're opposed to housing for the needy, but, you know, putting 13 stories, 127 units, uh, that's not the way you want to do it. You want to spread it around. So, and they've been in court fighting it, and you're right. At the request of Vancouver City Council, the new council, Mayor Sim, uh, the provincial government legislated approval of that project, um, essentially saying that the city gets to go ahead with it and trying to vacate the court challenge from the locals. Now, they're going to court challenging the challenge, so we don't know how that's going to come out, and the project isn't underway, but you're right. The, the province has already shown that it's willing to use its powers now with the encouragement of city council. And I notice, Jill, from the provincial government announcement that this is happening today, it's uh, Minister Callan, uh, the housing minister, deputy premier, the premier's out of the province, so he's not going to be there, um, and Mayor Ken Sin. So I assume that <laughs> Vancouver is there because it's one of the good guys. I, I can't imagine that you're going to say uh, put them on the nasty list. And I'm guessing too, uh, Jill, that oh, the damage control people in the government will be saying, for heaven's sake, downplay the idea of bad municipalities. We do not want to pick a whole bunch of fights with municipalities uh, at this point. Uh, you know, there's a provincial election only a little over a year away, so we want to emphasize, we want to emphasize the carrots, not the stick. Yes, well, it'll be interesting. Uh, you're, I think you're right. There's no way uh, they're going to be coming out and saying, oh, Ken Sim is here and, and bad you for not doing this. So that uh, will be one of the good ones. So interesting to see uh, what is announced uh, later yeah. on this morning when they do that. Uh, can we touch on Lytton as well? Yeah. I know you were pointing out two years and not much has happened there. Yeah, I know you interviewed the mayor of Lytton a little while ago on this. I mean, this... <laughs> You know, there's an old line in B.C. politics, this is why nothing ever gets done in British Columbia, and you look at Lytton, so burns to the ground in a matter of minutes. In uh, June 30th, 2021, in the middle of a heat dome and everything else, and immediately uh, the then Premier and uh, John Horgan comes out and says, we're going to rebuild Lytton, we're going to rebuild it to world-class standards, it's going to happen, right? So at the first anniversary of the fire, so last June 30th, the province lines up and says, uh, yeah, well, we haven't started rebuilding it yet, but we're going to get going on it. They were promising construction would begin last September. Mike Farnworth, uh, Solicitor General, Minister of Public Safety, predicted, this is a year ago now, that by this summer, 2023, uh, Lytton would be mostly rebuilt. Well, I mean, you know the situation. It is shocking and appalling and real. Uh, there are still no building permits in Lytton. They are still dealing with soil removal on the site, archaeological work. Uh, the mayor um, says, you know, she doesn't know when it's going to start building. 
I, I spoke yesterday to the MLA for uh, Witten, uh, Jackie Teagard. She's a, a BC United. She said the biggest frustration, she can't even find out who's in charge on this thing, right? It's mm. like, are they going to start rebuilding this summer? Well, one hopes so, but you know this, Jill. Like, imagine the people, oh, yeah. the, the 200 residents of that village that are living in a basement suite somewhere or dispersed somewhere. I know there's one family that has just said to hell with it and moved back and are living there in the middle of all that. But this is incredible that bureaucratically, legally, uh, buck passing, all of that together, um, there's still no litton. And nobody knows when there will be a litton again. And you mentioned it too, the, the soil remediation, what they're doing. Is it because there was a fire? Is that one of the reasons being given and that they have to go through everything yeah. in a painstakingly slow way? Yeah, I mean, you hear a range of excuses. There was a fire, so the soil is toxic, so it has to be removed. And it was the site of an indigenous community uh, for many, many years. And so every archaeological artifact that you find when you're digging up, uh, you have to stop work and deal with that. People here have made the point, uh, they've used the example of um, Alberta and Fort McMurray and the fire that destroyed a huge chunk of that community. And in Alberta, they were rebuilding within, um, they started pretty much within a matter of months. And, you know, uh, BC's minister, Mike Farmer, says, well, that's not a fair comparison, it's different. And I mean, the lack, the number of excuses uh, is incredible. One thing, uh, money isn't an issue. The province and the federal government have put up well over $100 million for the rebuilding. I had an interesting call after I wrote about this, Joel, and I had it from Dick Jones, Teal Jones. That's the Surrey-based um, forest company. Um, they're the ones in the middle of the Ferry Creek controversy. But he points out that, you know, two years ago when Lytton burned down, his company had logged in that area. So he came out and said the company will donate half a million board feet of lumber hmm. to rebuild Lytton. That's enough wood to build dozens of homes. Call me yesterday. Say that in the two years since he promised that, He's really had no takers on the offer. He said the provincial government called him about a year ago and said, does the offer still stand? He said it still stands. He said it still stands today. He points out ironically that the value of the lumber has gone up with the price of lumber and come back down because lumber prices fluctuate. But he said, look, uh, it still stands. It's enough to get started on rebuilding dozens of homes. Uh, we'd be happy to start delivering it to Lytton. But he said... Dick Jones said, I've talked to the mayor. He said, she doesn't know what's happening. Uh, nobody seems to know what's happening. There's no end in sight and still no litten. Mm, all right. Well, that's uh, like you said, for the people living in suites and dispersed, uh, just uh, not, uh, not a good thing at all. Vaughn, thank you so much. We will talk to you again okay. soon. Okay. Bye-bye, Jill.